It's no coincidence that I'm reading this today on Cinco de Mayo, a day Americans love to celebrate. For the first time since I was 16, I'll not use it as an excuse to numb out with too much booze. Almost two weeks ago, I made the decision that I'm done joining in on the cultural delusion. The lie, the mutual contract that insists we must be cool, down mimosas at baby showers, then welcome new life by trashing our livers. I remember well the first time I drank vodka. I felt instantly more alive. I was just a teen in the car with my boyfriend. I giggled, felt giddy, immediately wanted more. He was annoyed, but I didn't care. There were times I went to school after morning pulls in the parking lot to help me cope with my social anxiety. I walked around in a heady cloud, no longer worried about all the things that plague an insecure teenager. But when I came down, I had to deal with the fact that I'd made a fool of myself in class. Thinking no one could tell I was buzzed, the realization hit me and my face burned red. But that didn't stop me from doing it again, because the allure of alcohol reels you in, especially when you're young and you think you're indestructible, and if I didn't do it, I'd be the only one. I can't tell you the number of times that I blacked out, erased my mind. Couldn't remember a damn detail of a night. High school to college to young adult life, I shudder thinking back on those times. As much as we want to say, drinking is a choice we decide to be this way, one body cannot hold all the blame. There are so many factors. Drinking is a game we never ask to play. Every answer in this game is the same. Sad, mad, bored, glad. Here you go, just toss one back. There are so few places you can go where it's normal to refuse to just say no. In fact, those who abstain are treated with disdain. You're a wet blanket, a buzzkill. Unwind, let loose, a little booze won't hurt you. It's normal. It's just what we do. But in fact, it's taking a big risk. It's bad for your body, your mind. It's losing control, your sense of yourself. Life becomes more dangerous when you set your inhibitions on a shelf. I'm not here to preach, I swear. When I got a DUI at the ripe age of 20, I should have quit, said, that's plenty, but I didn't. I kept on the same path, for it was easier, I guess. I was scared of what it would mean if I got sober, what that would say about me. It's not funny, it's sad, that I couldn't even tell my therapist about this little problem I had. What problem, you ask? Deep breath, this is painful to admit. I numbed out, even around my kids. I got my priorities all out of line. Sometimes I'd even drink and drive. My heart is in my stomach telling you this, but I know, I know, keeping secrets keep, keeps us complicit. By keeping it in, I could keep on pretending that my habits wouldn't hurt me. But I became afraid of the direction I was hurtling. I'd ask myself, am I an alcoholic? That would mean so many painful things. So I didn't admit my fears to anyone but me, slowly turning things over in my mind. Let me be extremely clear. The label alcoholic is nothing but damaging, alienating. It says, you're the problem, it's you. It keeps you quiet, keeps you ashamed. Protecting precious alcohol at all costs. Don't blame the drug, blame us. But I'm rejecting that notion because I think we're all just doing our best. And how can you expect a fish who swims in wine to not be drunk all of the time? It's not hard to develop a problem when the air we breathe is made of poison. Childhood trauma, anxiety, stress, or coping with having a baby? Drink is the resounding answer. Drink. So that's what I did. It's what everyone does. And I told myself it was all right, except when I just couldn't, like after a particularly big night. 
The accumulation of those times when I couldn't convince myself I was fine, when I woke with the weight of shame weighing heavy on my heart and mind, finally broke me and I said, all right. I made a list of pros and cons, and of course the cons won by a lot. There on paper, laid clear for me to see, was the truth that it was bad for me. Alcohol was only hurting me. I've got too much to live for, too beautiful a life, to allow this noose to lie loose around my neck, to teeter on the edge of certain death, to play with fire, to have even one more glass of wine, to do this thing we tell ourselves is fine. Maybe it seems like it's easy for me, and right now it is, because my why is top of mind. But let's not forget the literal decade it took me to get to this place to put alcohol behind me. It's not easy for everyone to get free. May these words serve as a reminder that things are always more complex than they seem. There are so many factors at play. And when something like drinking is so normalized, it's easy to put the problem at the back of your mind. Let's be slower to judge, quicker to love. Recognize that alcohol is the problem. It's an addictive drug. It's everywhere we go. It takes a lot to escape. It's what we turn to. It's just what this culture does. So instead of condemnation, maybe offer a hug. If you realize for you it's time to quit too, I just hope you know you're never alone. It can seem like you're the odd one out in the room, and you probably are, but I'm here too. There are those who came before and those to come after, and they'll tell you life before doesn't even touch the after. Thanks for listening to the Makers, Dreamers, Doers podcast with me, Morgan Barrett. Please remember to follow, review, and share this podcast with anyone who you think would enjoy it. Your support helps more people find the podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at morganbarrett underscore underscore and check out my website for more information at morganbarrett.co.